The Tangenetic Podcast features adult themes. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Tangenetic Podcast. It's me, Seth, Swoosh, and Ben here again. We continue this week with our sponsorship by Misty Collectibles, who is very graciously given us a few things to give away. This week, Michael, you have won the Vermilion Bloodline, I believe it was. Yay, Michael. The Ooh. Vermilion Bloodline uh, box, uh, booster box. Uh, we'll be getting that to you as soon as we can. We'll be contacting you through Facebook about getting that done. So. Congratulations, Michael. <laughs> this week, uh, I mean, just before we started recording, we started talking about the, we just found out there's another Mad Max universe movie happening. Yeah, it's not called Mad Max. This one is called Furiosa. Um, looks like the same director, George Miller. Yeah, same yeah, director. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, but it was, it's going to apparently have uh, Chris Hemsworth as one of the starring roles, which would be interesting. I mean, as an Australian, I feel like we've got to always back Hemsy. Oh, yeah. I, and I, I mean, come on, it's Mad Max. Let's face well, it, it's an Australian miss, movie. If they miss the best opportunity to grab all the Hemsworth brothers and put them in as warlords, I'll be severely annoyed. I mean, all they've got I am concerned. now requiring this. Right? Because... The Hemsworth clan is causing havoc somewhere out in the middle of the outback. It'd be great. Well, they've got confirmed so far, I guess, is Anya Taylor-Joy, Chris Hemsworth, and Tom Burke, but I'm sure there'll be a... There's always a lot of names in these type of movies. Yeah. I mean, we, we've got well, to wait I'm two years for it, though, Seth. Two years. Yeah, I was just about to say, I'm pretty sure we're probably pretty far out on ever seeing this movie, so um, there's plenty of time for them to, to recruit more people of interest and, and the whatnot. I mean, hey, Furiosa was a pretty decent character. I mean, yeah, I was there for Max, but it was a Mad Max movie. This time it's Furiosa, so, hey, it should be good. And if they can keep... I mean, come on, let's face it. Giant face-melted guitar man with fire was awesome. I really <laughs> enjoyed the, uh, the new designs I had for cars in, in Fury Road. It was, like, some amazing stuff in there because they eventually branched out and made a game in that same vein. It was really um, good, too. It was a great game. I love... The only issue I had with that game was really easy to waste your shot. Well, like, we start, you have one shot at a time. It's like, oh, I've got one shot. Misclick, fire. Like, I have to go hunting for shotgun rounds again. Fuck. We went to Movie World um, a few months ago, and they had the exhibit there of all the actual... Like, there was a few cars from the Mad Max movie there and outfits and whatnot. It was pretty amazing to see. Oh, wow. Nice. But uh, another fun fact for you, re Mad Max. There's actually another Mad Max as well that's been announced. It's called The Wasteland, as you know. Uh, oh. And the only star so far that's already been signed is, of course, none other than Tom Hardy. He was a pretty good Max. I'll give him that. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know even less what to expect from that since, I mean, let's face it, Mad Max movies tend to just kind of do whatever they want. They really do. When you like think back to the the originals, like um, they were they were pretty fun. They were very straightforward. Then there was Thunderdome, and it's like, what the hell is? Why are there children <laughs> living in a plane? What is happening? Um, but yeah, no, it was interesting. Uh, Fury Road though was definitely it felt like to me a very long meander. Rewatched it recently. It says everything keeps going. It's like this is interesting. I'm not hating this, but it just feels like a weird family road trip. I'm gonna give you a Through little. the desert. <laughs> gonna give you a little uh, early game here, Seth. I want to. I want you to yeah. know because this this amazes me at the uh, the skill and uh, variety that 
that of course can be produced from uh, George Miller. Uh, can you can you tell me any other movies that aren't Mad Max that he's actually produced? Uh, who? George Miller. Okay, see, here's the thing. You asked me about directors, and I don't know fuck squat about directors. I can barely remember actor names. <laughs> All right. I know, right? I'll tell, I'll tell it to you. Okay, so there's George Miller, of course, Mad Max director, producer, and writer, has also produced Babe, Piggy in the City. What? And Happy Feet. <laughs> I liked Happy Feet, but I liked Happy Feet. It was fun. <laughs> I mean, I... I would I now just want to see like a mashup of Happy Feet and Mad Max? That'd be great. No, just be no, a lot no, of penguins dude. getting squ- slaughtered. No, the penguins no. are in the car. <laughs> They're the ones driving. They're going to be Happy Feet and people's skulls in. Yeah. Final <laughs> revenge the, for global warming. We all know that the mashup that needs to happen from that is Babe. Babe, yeah. penguin in the Mad City. That'd work. <laughs> I'd watch that. But yeah, like, but we're deranged idiots. Imagine, yeah, because, a... because of course, you know, uh, with, with Mad Max that came out, I think, what, 1985 was the Thunderdome, and then uh, and then all of a sudden he's like, you know what, Let's in 1995 he's probably like, oh, okay, let's, yeah, let's write a movie about a talking pig. Uh, and then, oh, let's write another movie about a talking pig. And then, you know what? Did those what? come out after it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Thunderdome <laughs> I honestly was, don't know. Um, Pretty sure Thunderdome was like late nineties. No, nah, um, Thunderdome was uh, nineteen eighty five. I can't be right. Yeah, hundred percent. Fucking old. Hundred percent. God damn. And then I you know, one Road Warrior was the one that was nineteen eighty five. After Babe Pig in the City, he's like, all right, all right, dancing and talking penguin. Let's do it. Let's do it. And then after that, he's like, you know what? We need some more fury. And that's when he made Mad Max Fury Road. Excellent movie. Just excellent movie. Good fun. Yeah, so it's um, it's amazing how I guess someone can go from writing something like that to writing something so tame, and then going straight back into the gruesome gore movie. Like, <laughs> see, he was almost as bipolar I mean, as we are. I think oh, all we can say is well. we have to witness him. <laughs> we have uh, to meet him. Apparently, there's a wasteland trailer out. I'll have to watch that at some point. Wasteland hmm. trailer is not even in pre-production yet. These might be those uh, like a fan-made trailers. Yeah, like then. a teaser trailer. Yeah. A little it's bit of a sizzle reel. Yeah, something... Yeah, that's mostly just cr- stuff from the last movie. Yeah. Uh, it's just a setup thing. Yeah. I know, yeah. Move, moving on from that, I know, um, Seth, you've been playing a bit of Dying Light lately. Yeah, Dying Light 2 came out two weeks ago, I want to say. My brain's uh, a little yeah. fried. Um, and... Yeah, I've got some opinions on that, and I'm sure Swoosh can attest to it a little bit too. He's been playing it as well. I had some really annoying glitches, and they annoyed the hell out of me for a while. Oh, I haven't actually had any, but I'm playing on PC and you're on PS5? Yeah. The biggest one I had was I could not get ranged weapons. Hmm. Really? Yeah, it was confirmed as a glitch, because I eventually got through the point where it gives you a free blueprint... So you can always have a bow, and I still didn't get it. It still wouldn't give me a bow. Oh, that's fucked. It, it took a, a patch, uh, basically, that came out the, a couple of days ago to finally get a bloody bow. And now I understand why ranged is an option. So I've had to redo my entire build because now I have this thing that makes the game easier. 
Oh, it's fucking broken, especially if you go down the uh, PK support route and you get the crossbow. Yeah, no, I'm aiming for that at the moment. Because the crossbow isn't set level, it levels with you. Ooh, nice. So it stays relevant forever, but it's so broken. You just turn this melee combat game into an FPS. Yeah, pretty much. That's what I, I'm aiming for at the moment. Because I think I sided with the PKs because I really couldn't be bothered listening to the survivors because they Not kind of annoyed me. I mean, this is one of the things that's actually really bothering me. They keep setting the survivors up like the they're supposed to be the scrappy underdogs, the ones with the real moral character. All of them are fucking pieces of shit. Yeah, I don't think I found one of them who's decent. No. And the PKs, who they keep saying, like, oh, no, they're thugs. They're they're essentially the police for this setting. Um, They'll they'll beat people. They'll murder people. they're, They're bad, bad people. Not, they've all been super nice and very helpful, and but they've all been extremely helpful, and they haven't double crossed me any point, like nope. at all. They uh, have the always thing, been true to their word. The closest thing I've had to a double cross in the plot is a bit where the game decides, oh, we need to string you out a little longer for the fucking plot. And it's like, yeah, eh, <laughs> it feels lame, but you could kind of see it coming. So it's like, yeah, you should have known this was going to happen. Yeah. Um, there's no, like, 11th hour knife in the back. It, it's, But that's all you get from the survivor. I haven't actually played the survivor side of the story, uh, so I can't speak entirely to it. But that's the vibe you get. None of these guys are trustworthy. They're all garbage. Uh, I mean, do you care about minor spoilers for later in the game, Swoosh? I don't think I'll be continuing with it, to be honest. I've now got access to uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, so I'll be switching over to that. That is um, fair. Um, yeah. So there's a, a point later on where you, if you support the PKs, eventually they fight the people at the bazaar and, and you know, they crack heads, yada, yada, yada. And you get sent back there on another mission. And there's one person there and it's the stupid girl whose brother's a fucking psychopath. Yeah. Who you know is also on a giant revenge trip and being a piece of shit. And she's like, mm. you're the worst. You're a garbage person because you supported the PKs. <laughs> you did this to us. No, the fact that you're a giant psychopath who kept poking them is why they fucking did this. Yeah. I, I could see that coming when I first found that guy, like hiding in a bloody building after sacrificing all of the people that went with him. And then it was like, oh, I'll go check on my friend who is dying, by the way. He's horribly in the corner. You go and find him, and the second you've left, he's apparently fucked off with these rare crystals that he wanted. So he's like, yeah, you'll be a great diversion. Just wanders off. Why do I care about these people? <laughs> They're all just fucking trash, but the game keeps acting like you give a shit. There's so many characters that it'll be like, this person's having an emotional problem right now. I don't know them. I don't care. Stop it. Stop stopping the game for me to care about these people when I don't know them. One of them is you walk into the bazaar the first time and there's a guy who gets accused of murder. It's like, that's cool, goodbye. And just get walking. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? It's like, I don't want to be part of this. I saw what happens when people get accused of murder around here. They get fucking lynched. I'm out. Yeah. So I guess with with Dying Light 2, um, we'll call it Seth out of 10. What would you give it? Look, the first uh, probably like four or five hours are actually really good. Yeah. Um, it's definitely really solid. But after that, it just fucking nosedives. I mean, like, if we take 10 is the best, 1 is the worst, and 5 is average, it's probably like a high 4, a low 5. Yeah, um, I'd say a solid 5, to be honest. Like, it's 
The weird thing is it's based around parkour and all that kind of stuff. The first area, perfect for it. Everything's around about the same height kind of thing. Yeah. Um, you can get everywhere you need to go quickly. Then you get to the, the central ring, the place that you've been trying to get to the entire time. And they give you a, a glider, which doesn't last very long, but is still helpful. But it, it really restricts your movement in a way that I find because you can't just run and jump across things as often anymore. Now it's like, oh, I have to now glide over here, try and aim for these events and get thrown halfway across the city. See, but here's the thing. Themed. You can if you support the survivors, but only yeah. if you support the survivors because the survivors add a bunch of extra parkour options which allow you to more effectively traverse the oh, center. Curse them, man. But curse if you them. don't and you supported the PKs like I did, you get none of that. And so the central is a horrible area to reverse until you've got a high amount of stamina to be able to use the glider for any actual amount of time. Yeah. So they're trying to benefit. So they're trying to persuade you, I guess, to support the survivors when the the villain in us does not want to do that. They, they, the weird thing is they, that's where it feels like they were leaning, but at some point they got confused because the writing for the PKs is so much nicer. They're, they are the people who are all for one, one for all. They are what you want in a zombie survival of, we're going to make sure everyone's good. We They're strict because you're in a fucking zombie invasion. You kind of need to be strict on some things. Mm. Whereas the guys in the bazaar are like, everyone for themselves, it's great fun. And then, of course, they keep dying. And it's just like, you do realise that if you have no rules or no fundamental leadership, you will keep dying. You need to stop this, guys. It's really annoying because they did this in Dying Light 1. They had The survivor group you start the game with in that game is basically going, look, everything's a bit loose out there right now, but we got to have rules. It's got to make sense or everybody's dead. You meet other groups out in Dying Light 1 who aren't doing that, who are being loose, and guess what? They will fucking die. Yeah. Oh, it's like the, the Dying Light 2 feels like the knockoff. They that's the weird took thing. The, they took the zombies and the parkour and went, that's cool. We've got to make sure that works. It really fucking does. Do not oh, get me wrong yeah. on that. At a gameplay level, mechanics-wise, it's really good. Well, there was that video uh, that the special effects guy made on Facebook, and he was out running a zombie apocalypse on rooftops using parkour, and it was absolutely incredible to watch. Uh, to mm. the point we had, uh, you know, a hundred zombies behind him trying to climb and jump after him, and all he was doing was parkouring and backflipping off off skyscrapers. Yeah, and in its best moments, that is what Dying Light Two is. When you get a good flow on and you're moving between items and you're doing all the cool parkour shit, it is absolutely transcendentally amazing. But it keeps getting in the fucking way. Just it, so fucking often. It sounds like that's a, a rare moment that. Uh, that takes a while to see. It's not, it's actually not that rare. It's not even that hard to manufacture, but it's less, can I make this moment happen? And more like how long until the brick wall runs out in front of me? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the the squirrel brain as well. Like for me, the squirrel brain kicks in when I see any question mark on a map. Like I have to go over there now and find out what the fuck that is. Uh, doesn't help the binoculars that give you the tag things. Don't pick up certain things. Not so unless like, you're at them on the right angle. Yeah, and it's like, oh, I have to go over there. And you try and look at it like, I can't see anything. Great, I have to keep going. And then you're right on top of it and it still won't look at it. It's like, why? Why well, do you, do, you do this to me? 
I can do you one better. There was a, a quest icon. I went to the, well, one of the question marks, and there was a, an activity on it. I'm looking square at the activity, and it's not triggering on my map to get rid of the question marks. I'm like, hey, maybe I'll just, like, activate it. I activate it, and it's like, no, it's still not going. All right, I'll do it. It's quick one. I'll just get it out of the way so it's off my map. I have done the activity now, and it's still a fucking question mark. <laughs> I'm, I don't handle question marks, man. I need to get them off of my map. Yeah, when they're I'm there, it's like, the I, OCD yeah, like that. That's why Pokemon Arceus, yeah. right? I went around and, like, got every single question mark side quest just to get them off my screen. Yeah, there were so many that I had active that I never even looked at. I just don't <laughs> want to deal with that. Uh, still haven't finished that game. Um, I got distracted by other things. And I'd probably, I, you know what, I'm, I'm more than happy compared to other ones. If I base it purely on other Pokemon games, I'm happy to give it an 8 out of 10. Oh, yeah. that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. If, yeah. if I base it on just a standalone game, I'll probably give it like a 7 or a 6. But the improvement on all the other Pokemon games, amazing. Yeah. I'd still probably still give it an 8, but that's because I really like that style of game. Yeah. It was fun. Um but, you know, like going back to Dying Light 2 for a second, Seth, like you mentioned like the first few hours were really good, and I agree with that. And then I just, I don't know when the point is, but it just stopped. And I can't pinpoint when it was. I think that'll happen different times for different people. It all, a lot of it depends on your tolerance for bullshit. Yeah. Um, I started having a lot of problems because they the first game had a lot of quests to do and some parkour challenges. This one seems to think parkour challenges are okay to have instead of quests. Yeah. Um, and I didn't really enjoy doing the ones in Dialect like 2. So really quickly, I started getting sick of the side content. And then if you mainline the fucking drivel that is the plot, you just learn to hate the game. Yeah. If I wanted to do like parkour, though, seen like, that kind of thing. If I wanted to go no, do parkour, it's... I'd go play Mirror's Edge. Mm, pretty much. Mirror's Edge 1. Not yes, two. 1, not 2. Well, Catalyst, it's a prequel. Which I actually but, you know. played a few weeks ago. You know you, you know those days where you get bored, so you start scrolling through your Steam library, and then, mm. oh, yeah, I haven't played this for a few years. Let me give this a go. Um, and, yeah, I, it's, it's really fun still. Oh, Mirror's Edge holds up so well. It do. I, you know, um, my Keith installed the Stanley Parable. Luckily, it didn't affect my missions because uh, I'm trying to complete the quest on the Stanley Parable where you don't play it for five years. <laughs> I do love that game. <laughs> it's so fun. And there's it's an impossible so there's an impossible uh, achievement in Steam and it says it is impossible to get this achievement. Turns out you have to edit the code in the game. Like you have to actually open the config file, edit a line of code and save it and run it and it gives you that achievement. I still love there are certain like hit, like the hidden gems and stuff written on whiteboards and things. Like one was a timeline which was um Files unsynergized, and then the next thing the timeline is hired synergy expert. Next thing is files too synergized, fired <laughs> synergy expert. <laughs> but then, like you go through the portal map, the Minecraft map, it, it's so it's so cool. Like if you don't really play it to get to that point, you'll just think it's a boring office game with funny commentary. But if you play it to the point where you actually get all the Easter eggs unlocked, there's so much cool stuff. I mean, I didn't go through all of it, but I still had a grand time with that game, just poking the edges and seeing how the narrator would react. And 
There was a really I mean, good way of doing things because there was two games that were done via narration at that time. There was that one and there was another one, which I can't remember. I mean, Portal but, um, was pretty narrator-based. No, no, no. Um, this was a purely... I'll see if I can find it. Uh, but you got to give me something blocks. here, man. <laughs> based around uh, different size blocks. I mean, another narration size. game, while well, you're looking at that, another narration game... Uh, Almost was, was Alone. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I yeah loved, that was, really that was a... It was a great one. I loved it. It was. It's just literally a bunch of pixelated blocks, and you start to form attachment to them because the narration is so good. Yeah. I mean, there's, I a, play that game again. there's a lot of them now coming around. I mean, um, uh, another few you'll probably know. You've uh, life. Sorry, uh, the life is strange. I, I never actually played. I them. don't like those games very much. <laughs> Never played them. Um, I, I know there's a lot of hype behind them, but I've never actually looked into them I at all. I can't stand the cringy teen dialogue that they do in those games. And I've played point and clicks, and I like them, but oh, I just, I can't. And I know the ending of the game, and it's an absolute, like, fuck you. And the, You the, invested all this time, and it's a nothing burger. And the biggest one, uh, I guess, that was the only... The only game with higher reviews than Stanley Parable for narration-based games was Firewatch. I liked Firewatch. It was a very pretty game. I, I quite enjoyed it. The the fake out endings a bit weird. A bit, yeah, but but I, like I didn't the, hate it. No, no, because it's much more about your interaction with the person on the radio mm. than the weird mystery. Yeah, it's it's really chill, and I I played through it all on like a weekend, and it was like. I feel okay about this. Yeah. What What do you rate getting over it? Well, getting over one. with Bet at Foddy. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, I'm never going to fucking play it ever game. <laughs> no? D- not a fan? Uh, the one, no, I, I don't play Rage games. The dude um, in the cauldron with the hammer. Yeah, yeah I don't play Rage games. Uh, I no. already have anger issues. I don't want to make it worse. <laughs> completely fair i mean uh aussie creator aussie narrator it was um yeah pretty funny pretty pretty damn funny especially like uh you know how the narration changes throughout the game so that you don't hear the same line twice in the storyline um but if you fail it multiple times then he'll actually say okay i have to repeat this line and then say the line again for me i find those to be more memes than games yeah 100 um, yeah because it's that's what they're made for. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, is streamer fodder. Um, which is great because streamers are there to react and get angry about things and have interesting reactions. That's why we watch them. Uh, but yeah, no, it's not something I would choose to play. No. Um, so a random news article came up, right? So I decided to click on it with my ADHD because I thought it was a squirrel. Um, you have a lot of viruses on your computer. <laughs> For some reason, my penis still isn't getting bigger. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, fun fact, and I'm going to see if both of you can guess this. Uh, Google, in 2020, was the most popular website in the world. Um, What is now the most popular website in the world? Pornhub. You know what? I feel like Pornhub 100% should make the top 10, but it didn't. How did that not make the top 10? Is there a new porn site I don't know about? Uh, no. No, it's a well-known platform, website. Any ideas? Um, I'm assuming TikTok? There you go. TikTok. Yeah. 
It's where all the youths are. So t- See, my guess was going to be Instagram. TikTok, yeah, Instagram oh, yeah, is actually... Instagram. Instagram's not even in the top 10 this year. Instagram's going the way of uh, MySpace, I think. So it goes... Um, in number 10, you got WhatsApp. Uh, in nine, yeah. Twitter. You then YouTube, yeah. Netflix, Amazon, Apple, Microsoft, Facebook, Google, and TikTok. WhatsApp making the top 10, I would not be surprised of, actually, because that's used by so many international students. But yeah. just, uh, don't you have the mobile app? General. Mm. But, but don't you have the mobile app for that? Well, that's the thing. Um, the mobile app pays a, like, charges a lot of fucking money when you're trying to call overseas. Uh, WhatsApp right. does not. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 but I mean WhatsApp for mobile, like the mobile app of WhatsApp. Yeah, a lot of people I'm use it because of- it's also good for... Um, it, like, there's no data tracking on it or anything. Yeah. Um, so people don't have to worry about, you know, their ISPs listening in or anything like that. And let's face it, in this today's day and age, everyone's running a VPN and this and that. And so it's really not surprising to hear a, a messaging slash phone service that's thing is encryption is popular. Yeah. Now going off popularity, uh, I, I said I'd do a bit of research earlier to see what the most sold game of all time is in units. Uh, and you know what? I, I didn't, like, I read it and I was like, oh yeah, of course this is the most sold game of all time. Uh, so in number four, because I want to start at number four just to see your reaction to this. Uh, the, mm-hmm. the number four game uh, that sold the most units of all time is Wii Sports. Doesn't surprise me. It was a launch title. Um, that's that the thing. Was... It was an include with the Wii. So yeah. every Wii that... unit sold. Would have... <laughs> yes. I reckon they've cheated it to get it up there. Yeah. Uh, number three. Uh, by, it's from EA, Electronic Arts. Uh, Tetris. Okay, I mean, we talked. It, 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 I mean, which version of Tetris? There was like 50 billion. Yeah. Are they lumping them all together? So apparently it was the 2006 release uh, of Tetris on EA Mobile. Uh, it was mobile probably included with It was probably included with the mobile. Okay, yeah, I'm pretty sure Tetris <laughs> and Snake would have been included in both of those. But I mean, like, Tetris is just an insanely popular game. Yeah. So if you've got the newest version of that thing out, it's not that surprising. Actually, I'm mostly surprised it's not Tetris 99. It's also been around for so long as a, a game that multiple generations can play it and be enjoying it. So, so yeah. the, the most common... Uh, so in, it's still in the top 10, though. The other Tetris, uh, Nintendo from 1989 on the NES. Oh, there you fucking go. Yep. Uh, tied with Red Dead Redemption 2. Okay. I mean... <laughs> Red Dead did sell a lot of units. It took so long to get through that game. I um, so so Keith's dad actually plays that game religiously. He plays it daily uh, with a mate of his, um, mm. and they do every single day. They do them dailies. They log in at the same time. Do their dailies. They raid. They hoard. It's, it's crazy. Like he's been playing it nonstop since day of release. It's a good game, but like. I got to a point halfway through where I'm like, I think I'm done with this, but I still had to keep going because the plot was actually engaging. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> and it was really weird. I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to run across the entire map. And then I'm on a horse going across the entire goddamn map to go yeah, to a new you're area. On a horse going to a new map, going to a new area with your whole posse having a great conversation on the way. Sure. 
So, so it sort of became that game that you you hated to love. Kinda, it became filler. Anytime I wasn't playing something new, it's like, all right, what am I doing now? I'm going back to Red Dead, and I jump back and try and finish it. Although, side feel good story for you: there's actually a large group of people who used to ride real life horses who now actually run trail rides inside of Red Dead Redemption. Oh, that's all. Like that's through a, all the backcountry of of Red Dead, that's they host story. online trail rides. That's amazing. That's a cute story. I know, right? I I just if I was going there as a new player and he tried to teach me how to ride a horse, I don't feel like that would actually teach me how to ride a horse in real life, though. No, it's more about the community of people riding horses through a pristine bit of wilderness more than mm. anything else. It's just a silly thing a bunch of people decided to do, and they do it regularly now. I was reading the article, and they're like, three days a week, we host a trail ride. What? Crazy. That's awesome. I mean, yeah, yeah. like it brings it. So another game that does that a lot is uh, GTA Five. Um, they have guys. I mean, GTA Five also has people who like role play as bank tellers for three hours. Of yeah. <laughs> there are guys who work at the airport. People log in to go and work at an airport. So you want to know like, my job? Uh, when I I joined a few mates because they're like, try it. It's really fun. Try it. I'm like, all right, I'll go in. What job should I get? Tow truck driver. What What do you mean? Yeah, you should come work at RACQ with us. Uh, <laughs> uh, wow. Sorry. Yeah, so, wow. so I rock up, uh, get my uniform on, my RACQ uniform, uh, get my radio, and they're like, you gotta, you got to go pick up this guy. He got, uh, he's, he's damaged his car. So I go out there, and I push the hotkey uh, that says fix the car. I'm like, oh, fixed, mate. And then the guy pulls me aside, the, the manager of the RACQ, and he goes, mate, you got to talk him through what you're doing to the car. I'm like, what do you mean? Oh, you know, you got to you got to say to him like, oh yeah, it's an issue with your ignition. Let me let me get the spark plug out. Let me just raise your car. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Can you just turn on the engine for me, mate? Yeah, okay, it's good. So that takes me back to the old days of role playing servers in in World of Warcraft, and I play D and D. Like I I'm a proper nerd, and even I couldn't stand being on the role play servers of WoW and GTA. It's like, no. I, I am good. I'm here to I relax cannot, and not be a character right now. I can't fathom firing up GTA Online, the murder gangster game, and being like, you know what? I'm going to go play RACQ. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to play RACQ in real life, let alone do it in a game. Yeah. So, let alone like, a game where I can just pull a rocket launcher out of my ass. My first day there, like, you had to go, of course, when you log in, you got to go get your driver's license. Um, and you got to do a driving test and whatnot for them to give you a driving license. So then when I got in my RSCQ truck, I got pulled over by the fuzz uh, because, well, one, I run a red light. Two, I ran over the cop. Uh, and three, I didn't have a truck license. So he thought um, he thought it'd be pretty wise to throw me in jail straight away in my, like, third hour of joining. Uh, I fucking peaced out. And that was my experience. Yeah, yeah that was my experience. Role players are a strange breed. Like props to them if they if they like that kind of thing. It's, like, it's not my kind of kind of thing. Uh, can't can't do it. I mean, LARP like LARP. Nah, I can't even do LARP. I tried LARP once, but I mean, yeah, I just I. I mean, Ben, we went and did gel blasters on the weekend. That's not role That's playing. That's essentially. Though. 
that dude, it's getting guns and shooting into people and playing all tactic shit. It's it's fucking. But we're not being like. Shit, but we're guns. not being like red forty two airstrike inbound. No, but that's because we went on a milsim field. <laughs> there are places that will do that. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's like. There's like everyone thinks LARP's a bunch of fucking nerds going fireball, fireball. No, it's not. Some there's of those people exist, you, but there's a lot of ways you can like in real life pretend to be other things. Yeah, I would just use my invincibility potion if I was going LARPing, and they couldn't say I couldn't because, well, I am. I have one. <laughs> yeah, but my magic spell goes through invincibility potions. So you're still dead. You start like getting to the fun semantics. For me, it's <laughs> like um. My issue with LARP is if I'm going to learn how to fight, I'm going to learn how to fight. Like yeah. I, I wanted to do recre- uh, reenactment and that kind of stuff uh, back at, in uni because there was a guy who was willing to teach us, but unfortunately that didn't pan out. Uh, he was meant to be teaching me bow staff and go to jail? Celtic fighting. Uh, no, he was just a bit of a dick. Um, yeah, but, it was. Yeah, it was me, Seth, and a few others. And because we're, we were bigger guys, we could put weight behind us and we were versing a bunch of, like, tiny people. Uh, so it became a matter of, we're always going to spar with each other now. And we started learning just how to mess each other up. It's like, this isn't helping. We need to fight other people. But, yeah, and we'd no, fight other people and we'd crush them. Yeah. So Because, uh, again, these are tiny little nerds. So segue or not, uh, so in number two is GTA Five uh, at most copies sold. I'm not surprised. God knows how long. I'm on, like, I'm pretty sure I know what number one is. What do you reckon? It's not going to be this, but I'm surprised it's not Skyrim because of how many fucking times they've re-released the motherfucker. Hmm. But they've also done the same thing with GTA. They keep re-releasing it. They just announced that the uh, what is it next month? The PS5 and Series X versions of GTA Five come out. Yeah, minor updates and ray tracing. It's like, guys, it's just making a new game. Done. It's <laughs> not, well, they've announced that they're in work on GTA Six. I think we mentioned this last podcast. I feel yep. like I did. Yeah. Um. So we know they're working on the next one, but they're, they're still just crapping out this one again. But at this <laughs> point, I'm pretty sure I can get Skyrim running on a Casio calculator if I really wanted to. There'd oh, be a man. version of it out there somewhere. It's becoming the new... Instead of like, you know, can we get Doom running on it? It's like, have they released Skyrim? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you know this, but uh, speaking of random... Getting games to work on random things, um, my dad taught me this probably about 20 years ago. Uh, there's actually a space flight simulator in Microsoft Excel 1995. Yeah, there is. Yeah. yeah. And then if you type the formula in the box right, all of a sudden you're in space... Uh, in a really terrible space map, but uh, nonetheless, you can fly. Yeah. Good times. Yeah, Microsoft hit a bunch of those little things in, in their stuff. I think there was one in Word as well. I mean, I miss, been a while, I miss Mr. Paperclip. I really do. It's like where you can, uh, there are certain websites you can put the Konami, uh, Konami code in and get random stuff. Like little oh, Easter eggs hidden across the internet. The- Problem with that is the current generation doesn't fucking know the Konami code anymore. I know, so it's weird. Easter eggs are, oh, you're a millennial or older? Nah, we have secret information for you that the Zoomers don't know. <laughs> the Zoomers and Boomers. This is how the revolution gets organized now, the Konami code. <laughs> Sorry. We must rebel against our oppressors, Konami code. <laughs> you know what? We have, I do believe, we have an... We, uh, Misty's Collectibles was nice enough to give us an extra box of 
uh, booster packs. Yes. How we'll about talk- you send us the Konami code to win? Done. I think, yeah, what if we can open it up and we'll, we'll send a few packs out to everyone who sends us the Konami code. That'll be good. That's our bonus box, or is that our is that uh, is that our Super Saiyan? Is it Showdown Saiyan? Saiyan Showdown? Uh, look, man, you're the one in charge of the boxes. That's here. completely fair. All right, uh, wait, is that the extra one that we're given? Oh, I'm so confused now, man. Look, look I'm happy we'll see what to, we do. I am happy to split the extra box amongst everybody who sends us the Konami code that on our like Facebook or our Twitter, Instagram, Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. What are we? What are we In, putting things out uh, on? My brain's gone died. Instagram and Facebook. <laughs> oh, okay. Instagram. So on our Instagram or our Facebook, send us the Konami code, and based on how many people uh, respond, we will send, we will divide up the extra box we got sent amongst us. And uh, we have a Saiyan Showdown booster box. So that's the one with all the chase cards. So uh, we've got that to give away in the next two weeks as well. Um, and you know what? I want the meaning of life. I want the meaning of life messaged. Which meaning of life are we going with? I mean, there is only one meaning of life. You say that, but there's Monty Python, there's uh, Hitchhiker's Guide, there's a bunch. What is the Monty Python's meaning of life? There's an entire movie about it. Yeah, Yeah, but what is the actual meaning? Uh, I'll grab it. So I'm assuming we're not going to use that one then, so we'll go with the... uh, Hitchhiker's Hitchhiker's Guide of the Galaxy. Hitchhiker's. Um, There you go, Monty Python... Meaning of life. Because I know it has a movie, but what is the... What is they the, say it at the very, very end. What is it's the end game? really mundane and silly. Let's see if I can find it. Like, uh, I fought in your general direction. No, that's... There it is. Try to be nice to... Uh, it's a... Try to be nice to people. Avoid eating fat. Read a good book every now and then. Get some walking in. And try to live together in peace and harmony with people of all creeds and nations. That's really... That's really sweet. I love Monty Python. They're good fellas. Yes. They oh, are. We'll accept that answer. We'll also accept the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, Meaning of Life. Yeah. So, inboxes, so you've got two weeks to win. It's, it's the Konami code and either Meaning of Life. Yes. Just give me a Meaning of Life. You know what? If you've got your own interpretation of a Meaning of Life, just, just, just tell us. I mean, yeah, if it's good enough, we'll definitely throw you a prize. So, uh, anyway, back to number one. Uh, what yes. what was your prediction? Right, so as much as I feel like it should be Skyrim, I think it's Minecraft. It is clearly Hello Kitty Island Adventure. <laughs> it is Minecraft with 238 million units sold. Does not surprise of... me at all. It's adult Lego. I mean, it sold like game practice before Microsoft took it over. Then Microsoft catapulted it into the stratosphere, and now it's on Game Pass. So yeah. it's like, this game is fucking everywhere. You, It is one of those things where it's like, if you haven't played this game, you either don't want to, because if you even kind of want it, you've played it. It's been around long enough and in your face enough that you've played it. <laughs> I have lost so many hours to oh, Minecraft. Man. I have built nations in that game. I had a friend who was running a server. I just he just left me alone at one point. I started building a city, like a, a kingdom from the ground up. And he came back after a weekend, and I had not slept in forty eight hours. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, you're up, you're up early." Like I uh, I haven't slept 
Um, the sun's come up twice now. I, I need to finish the bakery. Goodbye. And went back to building things. So I found out uh, that, you know, like, in that Mr. Beast video, he actually found people on a Fiverr that you pay to make Minecraft houses for you. Uh, and he paid a variety of people from $5 for one up until $15,000 for one. Wait, so I could have been making money from you this? You could. Son of a bitch. So he paid someone to make him a uh, $15,000 Minecraft house, uh, and they made him basically... It looked like a scene of Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, it had, like, castles on either side, pirate ships, cannonballs, everything. And then uh, he paid another guy 20000 and he basically made downtown New York during the Avengers attack. Nice. Yeah, but... I'd make downtown New York in the middle of the Avengers attack if someone was like, he have $20,000. But yeah. one thing he did that not a, not a lot of other people even noticed, every single room in the whole city was furnished. Well, yeah, you're being paid $20,000. Don't slack. Exactly. It's just amazing, like, the amount of detail, especially with the mods now with Minecraft. Like, we've had mods for years, of course, but it, it, they're just going crazy. You can make... In, you can turn anything into anything now. Uh, hey, that, you, you want to look at, like, something that's a really dumb application of a mod? So, I play a lot of mods for the... Uh, well, actually, I really only play one, because everybody does, uh, for the original Doom. There's a couple of really cool mods. Uh, one everyone knows of is Brutal Doom, which is fucking amazing. If you haven't played Brutal Doom, go play Brutal Doom. But a guy recently put out a new mod for the original Doom. This, this is absolute OG Doom, uh, although it is running on the source for Juicy Doom, but that's not the point, um, where it turns you into a shinobi. Interesting. So, you know, Mars base, demons, invasion, people with guns, and you're a fucking third-person ninja game where you run on walls, throw shurikens, and slash people up with a katana. That does sound like fun. Like, that's modding. Like, what? Who who comes up with this for the original Doom? <laughs> game developing students mostly. Like, I need to make a final project. This is build up on build up on Doom. You're fine. And not only that, that it works. Like, it nice. actually plays really well. It, I, It's weird. It's crazy. That's fucking, like, what are you doing? At least with Minecraft, it's a, a kind of a buildy, sandboxy thing. So a lot of the mods that exist for Minecraft are more about enhancing the amount of things you can build and construct. Who fucking puts ninjas in Doom? Crazy people, and I like them. Yeah, that's why I downloaded it and gave it a go because it was really, really fun. Yeah. So modding communities in general are fun. I like keep games alive for years. Let's face it, the only reason they got away with re-releasing Skyrim so many times is because the fan base who mods for Skyrim is insane. So many nude mods. Jesus Christ. Yeah, but that's every fucking game. That's not just Skyrim. I do like the fact the first mod that came out for Skyrim was one that came over from Oblivion, which is the one that lets you kill children. I knew that fucking kid in the first town where he's like, yeah. I'm fucking top shit, don't fuck with me. Oh, you're getting a fucking Warhammer to the face, buddy. No, no, it was the one in um, like Whiterun where it's like, my dad's the Jarl. Cool, I'm going to hit you into next week. I am going to fusru die you out of here. Into other children. Ah. <laughs> uh, so I've got something I want to try. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. 
<laughs> oh man. All right. So I got something I want to try with both of you. Uh, and you know, it's similar because we, of course, we love talking about zombies, mm-hmm. zombie apocalypses. So, uh, in line with sort of the the super fight theme, uh, but not super fighting against each other. Uh, I, I want to know how you're going to survive a zombie apocalypse uh, as this, Seth. So you are an emperor penguin uh, and you're wearing one of these cones that you put on pets to stop them from licking themselves. So he's wearing a cone of shame. How would you survive the zombie apocalypse? (laughs) I don't think he would. (laughs) Okay, it's really simple. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go to the top of the largest building that I'm capable of getting up, which should be reasonable... Emperor penguins are reasonably mobile. Mm. And then I'm going to eat myself off it, so I'm out of this. <laughs> that would work. I mean, yeah, it's not surviving, but it's uh, escaping. <laughs> Dude, I'm a crippled penguin. The zombie apocalypse. <laughs> what the fuck am I meant to do? That's a dumb question. The you can't even swim. Like, you can't even swim I with the current like, on. Hey. It fucking rains, I drown. Don't, <laughs> don't blame the RNG, man. Fucking iron Jesus. <laughs> so my best game plan for surviving the zombie apocalypse is fuck this, I'm not getting eaten. <laughs> Alright, wow. Alright, Swoosh, Swoosh, yeah. You know what? I think Swoosh will survive. No. You're a senior citizen bowling team. What, an entire bowling team? team? A whole city, yeah. Does only one of them need to survive, or does the entire team I guess we'll find out, depending on what your weapon of choice is. It is... Better be a fucking bowling ball. You're armed armed with a kitten cannon. I mean... Are the zombies exclusively eating people? That's the thing. I can distract him with kittens. That's easy enough. And how many kittens do I have for the launcher? (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of a big question. Like, how much ammo you got? I mean, from here, it doesn't have a, a specified limit of ammo. So I have yeah, a, but... a gun of infinite kittens, which means I at least have a food source, right? So... I mean, if you've got an infinite kitten cannon, aren't you just going to replace the zombie apocalypse with the kitten apocalypse? Theoretically, yes. Uh, everything is going like But what happens yeah. if zombies don't exclusively hunt humans? Well, in that case, fire some kittens in one direction and go the other. <laughs> Very yeah, easy. But, but, I mean, you're going to be going at the speed of mock fuck all. <laughs> True. <laughs> shuffle, guys, shuffle! <laughs> Aaron, don't fall behind! I'm a hip, I'm out! <laughs> Uh, see, no, I, I'd survive like the zombie apocalypse, and ironically, die the year after. That'd be great. Uh, <laughs> well, you know you... how you're gonna die. You're gonna die by getting an impact to the skull from an emperor penguin wearing a cone of shame. <laughs> <laughs> Squashes the whole Weirdest bowling team. Weirdest strike ever. <clears throat> uh, You'd probably die uh, in the zombie apocalypse, but it would have nothing to do with zombies. That, I'm guaranteeing if it was just me in the zombie apocalypse, that's how it would happen. It would have nothing to do with zombies. I'd probably trip and fall down some stairs somewhere. <laughs> well, that had better results than I thought it would. Well, do we want to get into our spoiler alert for this week? Whoa, yes. What is it this week? Uh, this week we talked about the... Well, since the season final was last week, the entirety of Peacemaker. 
Ah, uh, yes. Peacemaker. I think we briefly touched on it last week, but of course... We, we mentioned that we were going to talk about it, but yeah. we didn't talk much. I mean, I'm a big advocate. I'll get what I need to say out of the way, because I haven't seen it yet, and then I'll let you guys go ahead and spoil it for me, because I don't mind. Um, but... You know, I've always been a fan of John Cena. I met him uh, quite a few years ago when WWE came to Australia. Um, and honestly, like, yeah, in and out. Are you sure you met him or are you just talking to thin air? I mean, I, mean uh, I shook a watch and then there was a floating T-shirt and pants next to me. So I I feel like that was him. Might have been a stunt double, but it sounds, sounds possible. But, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I love, loved his acting. I mean, uh, he's in a lot of shitty trash TV shows, like, the Marine and whatnot, but he, um, yeah, he brings it. He, he has the same type of acting, like, uh, and he's getting even more, even more outrageous every single time. Like the first few episodes of Peacemaker, where he's just yelling obscenities. <laughs> For me, it's like yeah. The Rock, where it's like they're, they're decent actors, but they, they do get typecast. And it's like I want to see you do other things. Let's see what happens. But uh, mm. what happened, Seth? What happened in the season finale? Was it everything that you thought it would be? Did you enjoy the rest of the season? I want to hear about it. So. I, th- I think Swish will agree with me, and I know you've watched some of it, so you probably have some of an opinion on this, Ben, but I actually find the first three episodes kind of really rough to watch because yeah. I don't think they're episodes. I think it was supposed to be you watch all three in one go, more like a movie, because the pacing's really off across the three episodes. Uh, one of the big things that they, they do, like the whole season's about the butterflies, which are these creatures that crawl inside your head and eat your brain. Basically like yurts um, where they can fly. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, man, that's a fucking millennial reference. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so, but all the, the, for like the first two and almost the entire third episode, they keep mentioning them but they won't tell you what they are or why they're important or why they need to die. They just keep alluding to you'll find out later. Now, you could keep Peacemaker in the dark, but it feels really weird for three episodes to not even give the audience anything, but keep dangling it in front of them like, you want to know, right? It's right here. Just keep watching. We'll give it to you later. It's really fucking weird. But this pacing problem doesn't exist in the rest of the show. It's yeah, the second you hit four episodes, the pacing clears right up and starts getting to a more episodic kind of format. And even when they have multiple episodes that clearly link together, they end with enough content that you're like, I feel satisfied and I'm interested for the next bit, not what what's happening? I feel like you have food and you're telling me you have food, but I'm starving. Yeah. I mean, Also, I, think- I really... Hmm? The turning point for me in that series was really when uh, Vigilante goes into prison. Oh, yeah. The fight in that prison was perfectly choreographed, and I loved every second of it. And that's when I really turned around on that character, like, oh, you're actually intelligent. You're not just an idiot. You can walking do this. Walking up to the white supremacists. <laughs> hey, guys, what's your favorite thing from Black History Month? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> but you just... Okay. Ba- he baits them into fighting him, so he's not the aggressor, and it's like, you that's intelligent. Well fucking done. I mean, these reviews certainly support what you're saying. Episode 1 and 2 starting with 8.1 and 8.2 uh, stars out of 10 and then working all the way up to 9.3 uh, as they kept coming out. I mean, I was really surprised when I got to that. I think it's the end of season, of episode 4 where you, first, where you first start getting some real character development on Peacemaker. You yeah. start to learn kind of why he's fucked up. And it's like, oh, 
Oh shit, there's some character here. Oh shit, John Cena can act. You know that scene where he plays the piano? Yeah. That's actually John Cena playing the piano. Or is yeah, it no, a piano it was, playing um, itself? No, true. It's just a player piano. But no, he's, it's a really good scene as well. That's the thing, because that's one of the big character development moments and backstory and that kind of stuff. And it was well done. Yeah. Like, I enjoyed it. And I mean, as far as the season final goes, it like they've already been confirmed for a second season, so we know that we're getting more. Mm. But they don't they like they don't actively set up the second season. They yeah. round out this one. Mm. It's not totally all stitched up and done. There's still some room for them to to do some stuff, but they definitely don't blue ball you with a shitty ending that's just like see you for season two. Yeah, it is a self-contained storyline, so they can go off and do something else now. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, and it's an interesting ending as well, which raises some moral questions and that kind of stuff, which you don't expect from the Peacemaker series. I know, um, right? The show about the dumb dude who shoots people good? Why Why am I feeling like there's a lot of depth here? Yeah, when he starts... When he, even he admits he doesn't want to be killing people anymore. It's like, oh, shit, the guy who's been taught to murder people his entire life is now having doubts. I'm, I'm in for this. Let's watch more. Um, and I want to see where the character ends up. Yeah, I just, like, yeah, I want to see more Peacemaker. It, I'm in on this fucking bit character from a movie that was pretty good. And I would have never thought that I'd hear people start to say, I want to see more John Cena. I've enjoyed most of the things he's been in, to be honest. You, you do realise, Ben, that he, in his previous career, he packed out an awful lot of stadiums of people saying, <laughs> I want to see more John Cena. Oh, yeah. <laughs> then how is he like... The only thing was they couldn't see him. He's I what? Know, he's yeah. like forty now, and he's yet to be seen. Like no one, no one even knows what he looks like. They're just drawings. A friend of mine says he had a cut out of him, but I've never seen it. I mean, I've just seen cardboard. So uh, another thing that's awesome that's coming out uh, that you had a chat about, right? Is uh, the boys season three? Yeah, uh, when's Th- that drop? Third of June. Uh- yeah, really? not pretty soon. But oh, there's also fuck. a um, there's also an animatrix style uh, bunch of animations coming out for the boys as well, uh, done by different artists. So one of them is being done by the animation studio who did Rick and Morty, uh, in the same style uh-huh. as Rick and Morty as well. So that's coming as well, which will be interesting. Same guys who did Invincible, uh, yeah. which was a great series. If no one's ever watched it, go watch it now. Oh yeah, if you like the boys, you'll probably really like Invincible. Yeah. But the boy, the new season of The Boys is going to be great. I am waiting for that to come. This is good. I want more yeah, of it. You know Ben and Keith only just watched it. Yeah, which yeah. is weird. How did we not force that on more people? Yeah, I know. I, we have I, failed I as like, friends. I feel like we did, but but somehow we didn't get these two. I mean, I told you guys to watch something as well you yet to watch, uh, and it's Snowpiercer. Oh, I've seen it. The TV series or the movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah seen so, Snowpiercer. So, Snowpiercer season uh, three is currently coming out. Uh, well, I mean, it's already half out, uh, and it, it is still going really good. Like, I am absolutely loving it. Um, I, I, just, uh, I, I haven't watched, watched any of season three yet, um, but I've watched previous two seasons. Man, it starts good. It starts There is a really season good. I wish more people had watched because it got cancelled. It was a Netflix one called Daybreak, which was um, kids surviving a zombie invasion. Well, basically, a, an apocalypse. So monsters exist and they're coming up and things are mutating, getting bigger and attacking. 
But it's just Lord of the Flies with zombies, and it's great. Ah, oh, yeah, that's with Colin that. Ford. I know Colin Ford quite well. He's, yeah. uh, he's also in, uh, like, We Bought a Zoo and Under the Dome. So if you haven't seen Under the Dome, that is a trash TV series to watch 100%. I watched a bit of that. I never got through it. I never found out what it was all about. Fun I got distracted fact. by something. Fun fact, they don't they don't get out from Under the Dome. I figured as much. <laughs> it, like, it was cool at first when it's like, oh, cool, they dropped a dome on here, but then all of a sudden it's all about aliens and mind control and got to please the queen. And, yeah, it's... Uh, I'm just like, can't they Sounds just... like they lost it. Yeah, well, that's like every show, man. We spoke about this last week, like Zoo and all that, where animals turn against humans, but then animals turn humans into animals if they bite them. Like, it's... Stop losing the plot. Just maintain a good line. Actually, if you want a, a interesting movie that will mess with your head, but also has the underlying thing of, like, is it aliens? It's a mystery. It's called Circle, and it came out in 2015. The idea is a bunch of people wake up in a room standing on a red dot each, and every, like, 15 minutes, they have to vote on who dies next. Oh, wow. It's a great, great movie. If you want to watch people just turn on each other and factions divide, like, it is really fun. Can I get off the dot though, or they have to stand on? Like they have to stand. If they the leave dot. the dot, they die because that's one of the first things they find out. Um, and then they eventually find out they're accidentally voting for people. Um, so that's then they crazy. have to figure out the system. It's it's good. I really recommend it. It's. One of those movies where it not a lot happens. It was made on a very small budget. It's just a dark room with like 25 people in it standing on dots. So um, I guess one more, job. if you've seen that and you like that, you you would have seen Cube, right? Oh, oh yeah, Cube is so fucking good. You know they're making a remake with the uh, Japanese one? There's already three Cubes that. out, man, so I'll be uh, I'm surprised. I'm not surprised, rather. Yeah, yeah, there's the Cube, Hypercube, and Cube Zero. Yeah, right, yeah. That's so, the original trilogy that got done. Japan's making a new Cube movie. That's insane. Yeah. Like I, I love it. I love. It comes out soon too. I love the. Uh, I love the whole puzzles, and you've got to get through to survive and whatnot. And of course, people are going to sabotage each other. It's all part of the movie. Um, but yeah, I, I love. I mean, those did you movies. watch the um, Escape Room movies? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Did this already come out? Did I not? Did I just seriously? But of course, uh, while Seth's having a the revelation, the Cube movie came out in two thousand one. <laughs> I just haven't seen it. What the Tw- shit? Wait, twenty years ago? Twenty twenty one. I thought you said two thousand one. I was like, oh, I did for a second as well. <laughs> no, it came out in October in, in twenty twenty one. It's just like, what the shit? It's already out, and I haven't seen it. Uh, I'm annoyed. That one. Well, we know I it's really going to be gruesome. Fr- Probably not as gruesome as as if like South Korea made it. But they do like their gruesome horror. I'm very interested to see because Netflix is putting a lot of money into the next Squid Game season, like a lot. I enjoyed Squid Game. I'm keen to see a second season, but I don't know how. I, I don't know how it's going to go. I think that idea might be played um, and now go on to something else. Well, I uh, think the problem you'll run into is a lot of people got hype about Squid Game then went looking for the things that were like Squid Game and found a lot of the things that are better than Squid Game. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. So I mean, there's other stuff as the well. Second... Mm. 
but like Netflix is is going hard in Korean entertainment, and I like that because like that got us all of us are dead and a bunch of other stuff that popped up. Oh yeah, some really good shit. Mm. But uh, we're kind of coming up on our time for we this are. episode. It is time. Um, right. So uh, just a quick anything last you want to throw in there, guys? Yeah, let's finish on a high. Mandalorian coming out this year. That is true. That's going to be fun. Um, I'm pretty sure that's mostly going to be taking back Mandalore and we'll get some interesting lore for them, which will be great. Um, they're an interesting thing in the Star Wars universe in general. Like, the, the normal people who manage to take down space wizards. Like, I want more of that lore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love their, like, their whole thing. It was like, oh, they have lightsabers. They keep parrying lasers. Like, can't parry fire, you filthy casual to start flaming things or st- like they figure out, Oh, we have this metal that blocks lightsabers. We'll make armor out of it. Also, if we shoot it at these guys, it goes through the lightsaber and kills them. Neat. Like, so you can block one thing, but this gun shoots 12 things. Can you block 12? <laughs> yeah. Um, make sure that you guys do your homework as usual and watch Reacher so we can talk about it. Reacher, uh, that came out. The non-Tom Cruise Reacher. That's a TV series now on Amazon. Yeah, no, I actually started watching that. Um, I didn't know you wanted me to watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm definitely watch. down. I mean, it looks it looks great, and I hear nothing but good reviews. It's 8.3 on all of IMDb off, like, 8,000 reviews, so... Well, so what, spoilers, uh, spoiler alert for next week is Reacher? Oh, 100%, I'm down. We've got a few things to catch up on, actually. We've got Jack Reacher, uh, we've got uh, something that... Uh, Jack Ryan... I mean, they all start with Jack. Like, they're all, all their names are Jack. Why? What? Like, yeah. It, it, I don't know why all their heroes and Tom Clancy start with Jack. A very generic know. name. Considering his name's Tom. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I've got nothing else to add. Uh, what do you have to add, Swoosh? Not a lot. I've had a uh, very slow week for anything to do with, like, watching stuff. I've just been kind of falling over dead after work. Yeah, that's fair. That is yeah. very fair. It's been an interesting time. Uh, but I have, I mostly I've been watching streams and that kind of thing just to help me wind down, like re-watching some old Soviet Womble and that kind of stuff. Did I speak about Good Uncharted call. last week? No. Uh, we haven't. Uh, no, no, because no one had seen it except for you. Uncharted. Yeah. yeah. Low five out of ten. Low five. You guys don't. You guys want like Tom Holland, then you'll like the movie purely because you like Tom Holland. But I might try and watch it this week, and we'll talk about that one next week. All right. I mean, uh, if you want to talk about it next week, I'm probably going to be the one guy who doesn't know it because I, I cannot Tom Holland and the other guy Waldeck. as fucking Drake and Sully. It's it doesn't work. It irritates me just to see. Um, I'm going to watch might, it mostly so I can just. I think we'll have our first part. I might hate watch it once it comes out on digital, but that's probably about (laughs) it. Yeah. You know what? I think, um, yeah, I I, I think Ben might have his first Ben rant next week if we talk about it. This will be fun. (laughs) Sponsored by Misty's Collectibles, of course. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, All right, guys. That's us. That's our time. See you next week. Farewell. Bye.